everyone. Welcome to Chrishell Counseling's Hope Through the Journey podcast. Life is challenging, and in this space, we're providing hope through your journey of life. We'll help guide you in creating the life balance you want and so much deserve. In this podcast, we talk about all things mental health and so much more in a simple and easy-to-understand way. I'm Alfred Chrishell Jr. Alongside me is my co-host, fellow licensed professional counselor and sister, Lethe Chrishell. How's it going, Let? What is up in your world? Well, thank you for asking, Al. I, I feel like I need to start off by sharing. I'm a little stressed, and because I want to be transparent with our listeners, it's about this podcast, specifically <laughs> this episode. Listeners, just so you know, this will be the third time we try to get this episode recorded. But Al, since you're our tech guy for the podcast, please explain. (laughs) Well, you know, if you've done podcasts before, you know, technology is wonderful until it's not. So uh, we had a a computer crash. It's just been a mess. And uh, but the show must go on and this podcast must be out to the world and distributed. And we want to make sure we get this one out there. So. Yeah, it's, it's been a road, but uh, we're finally getting it done. We are. Here's, I'm going to cross my fingers, you know, just, this is <laughs> third time's talk. a charm, yeah, all right? That's right. Okay, so I've actually been focusing a little more on my self-care. Good for you. Yeah, I've been self-care. making time to do Love. some reading. I know that doesn't involve research because I yeah. used to be avid reader. So yeah. as a matter of fact, I just came back from visiting Target and mm. I have two more books to get into. <laughs> Currently into psychological thrill- thrillers, go figure, with a splash of romance novels, not going to lie. <laughs> but I'm going to turn the tables on you today. You know, what? What? you yeah, you always ask me how it's going with me. But recently, it's been brought to my attention that our listeners want to know how you're doing, too. Aww. So... What's going on with you? What's happening in your world? Oh, this yeah. oh, wow. Let First us of, in. Let us in. Yeah, that, that's cool. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. So my my mind's been racing lately, feeling really overwhelmed. By the way, if you're wondering how to manage overwhelm, we've got a great freebie on the topic called 10 Ways to Stop Overwhelm Now. If you're interested, go to our website, subscribe, and get that document sent to you directly right now. Uh, back to back to my overwhelm and really high stress level here. I've been feeling so much lately, and it's got me thinking and really thinking that it's taking a toll on my self esteem. Yeah, and I really had to sit down and reflect on the health of my self esteem. And if it's okay with you, I think I'd like to talk about that today. Just the whole the whole idea of the importance of self esteem as a part of mental health in our lives. What do you think? Well, well, you know what? First of all, good job plugging the website. You like that. It's always good. But I'm also glad I chose today to ask you the question. Yeah. The health of our self-esteem is so important because it affects our overall well-being. It does. Yeah. If we don't have a high self-esteem or even if we do, we have to learn to maintain that healthy Mm self-esteem. So I think it's a great topic. But before we dive into the how-tos of maintaining a healthy self-esteem, Maybe you can share with us what self-esteem is and what it's not, since you've taken some time to reflect on this. Well, and I have taken some time. And let's go to the experts a little bit. Uh, The American Psychological Association defines self-esteem as the degree to which the qualities and characteristics contained in one's self-concept are perceived to be positive. Oh, I know. That's a mouthful. Break it down. Break it down. What does it mean? What does that really mean? Self-esteem, by definition, is what I believe to be true 
about myself, how I feel about myself, what I think about myself. And depending on that, that is what determines the how high or low my self-esteem is. Right. Now, to be clear, self-esteem is not what other people think about me. And we're going to come back around to that a little bit later in the podcast because that is something that gets people in a lot of trouble too. So getting back to my previous point though, if we don't think very highly of ourselves or our self-esteem is lacking, then that tends to lead people to become or to experience depressive symptoms mm. like low mood, you know, experience of lack of confidence, your motivational level is low, etc. On the other side of the spectrum, however, is too much self-love and too much self-esteem. <laughs> and that can result in some negative behaviors too, including narcissistic tendencies and, and others. So we don't want to find ourselves on either end of that spectrum. They are both unhealthy places to be. Your self-esteem really does impact your thoughts, feelings, and actions, and really sets the tone for how we live our lives, how we feel about ourselves, and that is the key to good mental health, right? Most definitely. Thank you for that definition, hey, by the way. Time. I think that from time to time, we all fall into that idea that we determine how good we feel about ourselves depending on how we present ourselves and the feedback we get from those around us. Right. So it's a tricky, tricky slope. It is. It is. So let's look then at self-esteem and self-worth a little bit deeper here. Now that we have a working definition of self-esteem... Let's mm -hmm. explore specific issues associated with it, okay? Let me preface this by saying that a lot of what we're going to share right now is work that our dad has done on the topic, and so we want to appreciate his contribution. Thanks, to Dad. That. Yes, absolutely. So first, we have to acknowledge that self-esteem is created and built in our mind. Periodically, we'll have individuals ask, well, if self-esteem is so important, how do I you know, where does that come from or how do I build that? Right. And, and the answer is that, that it's created and built in our mind. In other words, we determine the level of our self-esteem based on either our negative or positive self-talk. So right. important, our self-talk. Mm -hmm. Now, if our core beliefs, and we've talked about this before, if our core beliefs about ourselves are negative, then our self-esteem will be low. Conversely, right. if our belief about ourselves is positive, then we will have a high self-esteem. So think about it. Just as a self-assessment here, stop right now and just rate your self-esteem on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being horrible and 10 being amazing. What number, as we sit here and talk, would you assign to your self-esteem? Now, that's a rhetorical what? question. Let, oh. No need to answer it. I oh. don't want to put you on the spot here. Oh, okay, but. sorry. You know I would answer it. But um, I have a story. Oh, good for you. <laughs> no. Let's hear no, it. I do have a story, but not for not for this moment. Okay. So what, just to remind everyone about those core beliefs. Right. Those can be difficult to let go. And anyone who's new to the podcast, or if you need just a reminder, people are not born with core beliefs. They are learned. Mm -hmm. These beliefs are like a lens. Think of what and how you see things when you wear sunglasses, when you first put on the sunglasses, right? I wear mine at night. Well, you know, you want to be cool that way. That's great. 
I wouldn't be able to see anything. I think I just dated All right, so this lens through which you see every situation or life experience that you go through. The good news is because those core beliefs are learned, they can be unlearned. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is if you just scored yourself at the low end of the self-esteem scale right now, you don't have to stay stuck there. That's right. Since it's created in the mind, we can we can build it back up. Right. Right. So, and then there's this issue of positive and negative self-talk that we touched on. Let's, let's talk about this for a little bit because this is another huge thing. What we tell ourselves about ourselves uh, is so critical when it comes to self-esteem. I like to use a sports analogy here when I explain this to individuals, and the analogy is this. I'll ask it as a question. Do you believe that an elite athlete, pick anyone, do you believe that they wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, and say to themselves, I'm no good, I can't do it, I'll never win? Or do you think they say, you got this. You're going to work harder today than you did yesterday. You're going to win. Now let's go out there and do it. I mean, I'll give you another analogy. I may be dating myself with this one, but it's, it's the closest thing I can think of to really depicting self-esteem or, or a high self-esteem in that regard. But it's like the Fonz, Arthur Fonzarelli, the Fonz. What does he do when he looks at himself in the mirror? He pulls his comb out of his pocket. He looks at himself in the mirror. He sees that he's all good, you know, high self-esteem. And he just says, hey, right? Everything's good. <laughs> so what, he, what does he do after that? He puts his comb back in his pocket because he doesn't need it. Everything's good. Again, high self-esteem, confidence in myself. And he goes on with his life with that high self-esteem, with that confidence level. Yeah. So good. you know what? No question here. You did date yourself. <laughs> and for those of you who you don't know... <laughs> The Fonz was on a show called Happy Days. Happy Days. It's in the 50s. He had his leather jacket, all that. Okay, the Ooh. show wasn't in the 50s. It took place in the 50s, but it came well, okay. out in the 70s. Or, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> right, right. Clear Sorry. A little touchy there. Well, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with yeah. anybody born yes. in the 50s. That's what I meant, that it was, yeah, it was, the setting was in the 50s. So okay. anyway, Google it. <laughs> So that negative self-talk can also be referred to as our inner critic, that negative voice inside your head that judges and criticizes. Mm -hmm. Yep. The inner critic plays a critical role in how you see yourself and messes with the self-esteem. Yes. Your inner critic, if you allow it, can undermine your accomplishments because it can lead to your self-doubt or a lack of confidence. Right. So what is it that you're telling yourself? Because that is going to determine a lot about where you're headed. And it can become a self-fulfilling prophecy, if you think about it. And before we go any yeah. further, though, I want to go back a bit and touch on the, the point that self-esteem is not what others think about me. Because it's worth talking more about. And that is this. Self-esteem does not depend on the number of followers you have on social media. Or the number of likes you get on a post. You know, I do get that. I just want to say I do get that. But I'm one of those that does like to see that my posts are being acknowledged. Right. Well, you know, sure. put so much work into it. Sure, sure, sure. Anyway, sorry. But anyway, okay. So just to expand a little bit more on that, a high healthy self-esteem is not determined on the external, but rather on the internal Ooh. And what I mean by that is, now follow along with me here, the things we have, our accomplishments, do not make me who I am. I have them because of who I am. Simply again, yeah. 
My self-esteem does not come from what I have or own or have accomplished. My high self-esteem, who I am internally, allows me to have the things I do, the outside stuff. Right. And I think right. that's where people struggle sometimes. They they rely on the external to create their internal, when in reality, the internal is the one is, that needs to that's create, right. the ex- that's to right. create the external. And I'm here to tell you the struggle is real. Yeah. For those of us who struggle with low self-esteem, let's talk about some ways to deal with the inner critic that I referenced earlier. All right. All right, here we go. Number so. one, acknowledge and understand. When those negative thoughts creep in, try to understand the source of where they're coming from. Yeah. Just ask yourself, why do I feel this way? How do these thoughts affect my behavior? Are there any patterns that I recognize? You know, do you that, go to those same thoughts? Yeah, sorry. I, and that goes back to those core beliefs. I right. Think. When we think about where those thoughts come from, those thoughts are coming from those core beliefs that are negative, that have been irrational and destructive and harmful to us. Right. Number two, separate facts from feelings. Your brain mm-hmm. might be hardwired to think that no one wants to talk to me or I'm not good enough, yep. I'm going to fail. But is that actually a fact? Practice sorting through facts and feelings. That's, a, that's another indication of core belief, right? What we believe to be true and what is really true. Exactly. Number three, All right. practice self-acceptance and self-compassion. Replace the negative or critical thoughts with accepting and compassionate ones. Mm, I like that one. Number four, focus on your strengths and what you are good at. If you don't know all your strengths, take time to think about them and write them down. Right. We got to start with that. Sometimes it's like, you know what? I'm good at this. Right. I'm going to use this strength, be intentional. And when you start believing, you know what? I can do that. Yeah. It it helps that internal. Right. Right. Creating that external. Number five, distract yourself when you start replaying mistakes in your head. Have you ever made a mistake and replayed those moments over and over again? Uh, I have to say that, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yep, that's me. Ruminating, as we call it. Doesn't resolve anything. Mm -hmm. It keeps us stuck. Mm. So what do we do? stuck. Yeah. Distract yourself. Take a walk. Read a book. Listen to a podcast. We got one. Yeah. (laughs) Number six, remind yourself that everyone has an inner critic. Yeah. We we all go through the same things. It it comes from the part of our brain that evolved to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if you find yourself in a loop of critical thoughts, remind yourself that every human experiences self-doubts at one point or another. Yeah. And the good news again, your inner critic does not have to control your life. Oh, so true. So true on that one. Um, yeah. And, and sometimes we think we get stuck in a cycle of yes. the, inner, just the inner critic just taking over and then we just get stuck in a cycle and we wonder like, why, why, why? Well, because we're not doing anything different. We're allowing that inner critic, like you said, to just kind of ruminate and, yes, and exactly. take control and manage manage everything for us. And that's, that's not good. There are some tangible signs also to determine if you have high self-esteem or not. For example, if you can det- determine the difference between confidence and arrogance, then you have a high self-esteem. If you are not afraid of feedback, if you're not afraid of conflict... If you're able to set boundaries, if you're able to be assertive without being pushy, if you're not afraid of setbacks or not afraid of failure, and if you accept who you are, you have a very high self-esteem. And that is, after all, 
what we're all working towards, right? Right. You know what? And I think that the challenge is maintaining that same high self-esteem all the time. Mm -hmm. It's about being our authentic selves, you know, being who we are, accepting I am enough. I am enough. I understand that I can try to do good and be a good person, and that is the best that I can hope for. If I fail, I can try again. I am the only one who can choose to change for the better. No one else can change me. Oh, that's powerful. That's powerful stuff. I am a good person. I'm trying to be the best person I can be, and that's all I can hope for. I love that. Right. I love that. All right. Well, boy, that's that's a, a bunch of information, and it's going to take some time to kind of absorb that, but really understand that, because all these tips that we just explained are really helpful, and if you're looking for the, the pathway on how to build your self-esteem replay this podcast and just write down some stuff that speak to you that they gravitate to you and use them that's what they're for all right i want to thank you all so much for joining us for today's podcast we hope you received some valuable information and if you did please submit a review to let others know all about what we're doing here and as i said earlier make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast or to our website so you don't miss out on any future episodes or any tips and strategies that will help you navigate your mental health uh, our website again is uh, chriselcounseling.com. That's C R I X E L L counseling.com. If you're looking for some Instagram, uh, you can follow me on chriselljr.alfred. Let where can the audience follow you on Instagram? Mine is Anna Chriselle. Please, please go follow us right now if you haven't already. Once again, thank you for taking time to listen to the podcast. Remember, practice makes permanent. Yes. Thank you, Let, for sharing a little bit of you on the podcast today. Life is a journey, everyone. Thank you again for allowing us to share a little piece of our life with you. Remember, you are not alone. We're in this together. We got this. Talk soon. Bye.